0: everyone Terry wellbrock here of the healing place podcast just taking a moment before today's beautiful amazing wonderful inspirational conversation wow I loved this interview I learned so many lessons myself and just editing it again uh, loved listening in again and learning even more so the beauty of podcasts right we can keep returning to these beautiful messages so... Uh, today's message before we start uh, the interview uh, is just to remind everybody to hop on over to the Healing Place podcast Facebook page uh, putting a lot of inspirational quotes out there as well as links to interviews and uh, other inspirational information but I've put a link for since it's Christmas time and holiday time and Hanukkah time uh, for so many of us that celebrate that around the world. Uh, I put links to my Amazon affiliate link for some stocking stuffer ideas for holistic healing. Uh, so you can go check that out. And the be- the beauty of, um, if you ever have anyone, whether myself or someone else that has Amazon affiliate, you don't pay anymore. It's the same prices. It's just that the affiliate then receives commission uh, for any purchases you make. So if you click a link and you go in and you say, oh, yeah, I'd like to buy that. And then you say, oh, I need to do some other shopping while I'm here. Whatever you purchase from clicking on that link, so if you continue shopping, they'll, they'll gain commission from that as well. So it's a great way to support um, businesses and uh podcasts and folks who are doing work through an affiliate uh link all right again today's episode wow so awesome i loved it so enjoy welcome everybody to the healing place podcast i'm your host terry wellbrock and so very thrilled to have with me today shannon kaiser and shannon is the best-selling author of this new book author of six books but this most recent one is return to you 11 spiritual lessons for unshakable inner peace she's a global retreat leader coach mentor
1: and so much more (laughs) so welcome shannon Hi, it's so good to be here. Thank you. I've been looking forward to our conversation. So this will be great.
0: Yes, me too. Me too. As I've been stalking you on on social media and your website and so much more. I'm just like, oh my gosh. I, I'm so excited to talk to you because as you see over my shoulder and pointed out, my choose happy. And mm-hmm. I just love your message. I love your energy. Uh, so talk to us about, well, let's start with this book because I'm excited to learn about this book and what inspired you to write it.
1: Yeah. So my newest, latest book, Return to You, it's really all about inner peace and that's our true state. And I, I tend to write about, you know, it starts out with my own personal journey of what I need to learn. Right. And I was in a place where I had been doing this work. I've been an author and a coach for over a decade before that I was actually in advertising and I was climbing the corporate ladder, living in a different city. I was really in it. I was working with celebrities flying all around the world, making tons of money. It looked like I had it all. I was dating a man who wanted to marry me. It was like, check all the boxes of what the world thinks you should have. On the inside, it was a completely different story, though. I would cry myself to sleep every night. I actually thought that that's what every human did. I thought that was part of being normal. And it was just because I was so used to it. And I was suffering silently with eating disorders and I was addicted to drugs. And my relationships were really toxic. They really were. I hated my job. It was just going through the motions. And I went to my doctor. This was in 2009. And she diagnosed me with clinical depression. And that was a turning point. And so when I saw your choose happy, that really resonated because that was a turning point for me because... In that moment, when I got that diagnosis, it was a moment of almost like relief, like finally, this is bigger than me. It's not something that now I know what it is, right? Depression. Uh, It's not just something's wrong with me and this is how the life is. This is manageable. But when I went home that night, like so many nights before, I cried on the bathroom floor and I heard something different this night. I say heard because it was like my higher self or angels or God said, Shannon, follow your heart. And that was so profound for me because I was like, what? what? I thought I was. I wanted to be in advertising. I wanted to date this person. And, And it said, no, really, like, trust yourself. And so I went into that. And every day since then, I've been doing that. And my very first book was called Find Your Happy. And it is a choice. It's a choice we make. And so that's kind of what led me to get into the work that I do. But flash forward to about three years ago, I started to have anxiety attacks again. And they were very different than the ones before. Before, it was almost like the depression was there because I was actually in a place of feeling depressed because I was not living in integrity or authentic to myself. I was lying to myself about what I wanted. So I went on an authenticity journey. Now, the second time, I'd say three years ago, my depression came back and I was having these anxiety attacks because I was having a real chemical imbalance and I went through this big health journey. And through that process, I started to recognize that inner peace happens on the inside of us no matter what, whether we're having depression or anxiety or stress on the outside of us in 2020 happened. And we all know what happened through that 2020, 2022, 21. It's on the inside that really, really where our, our, our safety lies. And so the book uh, became my sanctuary and my meditation. And now it's out in the world.
0: Wow. Did you see my jaw fall open a little <laughs> bit? Because, I mean, one, what a beautiful, thank you for sharing your journey with with us, but I resonated so much with what you were just saying because when we moved here to Hilton Head in 2020, um, so it's two and a half years now, I had, well, I had gone through this journey similar to yours of overcoming anxiety, depression, and and so much trauma, right? Mm. And life was good. And I was like, all right. And I'm like doing this podcast and doing healing work and helping others in the world and shining a light. And everything was good. Moved to Hilton Head and I got so sick, so Mm. sick and physically ill. And it was, it was one of those like, yeah, like you said, it was just like, I don't know. God shining a light down on or or holding a mirror in front of my face or something of, yes, you, you need to learn another lesson here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Exactly. it Right. And, and, and I talk about that in the book, the very first uh, lesson I call them lessons for inner peace is we live in a school called planet earth and lessons, you know, Pima Corjan says us like Georgian says us like the lessons will repeat itself until we learn, but then we get deeper. And that's why I like to say, the first part of my journey, it was a spiritual awakening and the dark night of the soul. But then I've been doing this work for eight years and it comes back in a new way, deeper way. And that's what I'm hearing for you, too. It's like we always, you know, it's it's beautiful when we commit to this work. We're always growing. And I think there's this belief that you have to be happy all the time. And that's not truth at all. That's not what life is about. Right.
0: No. Oh, and I'm so glad you said that because it is we do have these moments and that, And I think that's. The beauty is that you can still live a life filled with joy and tranquility, even in the midst of chaos, even during the storms. That doesn't mean you can't have those cryy days because I certainly
1: have. (laughs) Absolutely. But, and I think, yes, you can choose happy. And that's it. And it's a choice. And I think that's what I do in my coaching practice and work with clients. And then all my books really come back down to that. It really is about authentically living in alignment with ourself. And that also means allowing yourself to go into the emotions that we hide from. And one of my favorite chapters in Return to You is if you don't go within, you go without. You know, and, and this is a, a famous kind of quote from I think Michael Singer said it, um, some famous spiritual teacher. But it became this this mantra for me. I'll share a story if you if you don't mind. but sure. I live just outside of Portland, Oregon, and while I was writing the book, we had wildfires for the first time. Really, I know California and other states experience it, but we had never. We're a very wet climate in Oregon, so I had never experienced that. But we had the blood orange sky, the worst air quality that the whole world had for many, many days. And these wildfires were coming into the city. I had family friends that lost their home. So it was a very oh. devastating time. And I didn't even know how to go outside to walk my dog because the air was so bad. And so it's very easy to go into panic when we're thinking, oh, how can you possibly be calm when a natural disaster is going on? Or, you know, it's, it's all the layers of life. And I started to catch myself and I realized, you know, just pacing back and forth. And I realized these are feelings that I'm actually pushing away. And I didn't want to feel the shame, the grief, the sadness. So I felt them. I allowed myself to just feel this energy come in. And Jess King, she's a Peloton instructor. Brene Brown talks about it too. But you feelings only last about five, six minutes at a time. And if you allow yourself to feel them so long, we push them. We compartmentalize everything. But if you allow yourself to feel them, you can feel them work through you. And then there is something on the other side, which will always give us truth. So I say, turn your resistance into assistance. And that's what happened for me. I went in and I allowed my, I was like, where are these tears? Oh, this is sadness. This is pain. And I felt it. And then I heard my inner voice. Cause that's kind of how my intuition talks to me or angels, higher power. And it said, there's more you can do. You are not helpless. So I was in this helpless energy of, oh, the world, we, we don't know what to do fires. And, and yes, that's one layer. But once you go into it, I realized Well, I'm okay. My house is okay right now. And so I got my community involved. We started making uh, care packages, went around our home, grabbed things that we could donate to the people who did lose their homes. It became a community effort. We started to come together. And that's really what it's about. When you feel your feelings, you get insights, you get guidance, and you also release that stuck energy. So if you don't go within, you go without, and then turn your resistance into assistance are two really strong points for us. Goodness,
0: you have my head tingling, you have my eyes <laughs> welling up with tears. Holy moly, my heart and soul right there. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you for those lessons. I, I instantly was like, "Oh, when I meditate tonight, I'm so doing this." Yes. Yeah, oh.
1: Tangible tools. I like to to add those in, right? Mm. Right,
0: right. Oh my gosh, absolutely beautiful. Well, thank you for that.
1: The end. No. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you everyone. Choose happy. <laughs> I need it. All right. I'm good. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. So, so in working with clients, then, uh, do you have like a target audience, particular
1: people that you work with? I do. I actually have three parts to my practice because I've been doing this work for over a, Decade now. So I have my life coaching practice, which is really beautiful because I help people get unstuck. And a lot of it is really about I, I say I'm a mindset coach because I help people with the beliefs that are blocking us. And that really does come back to we have habits, patterns that we develop in childhood, and ways in which we see the world. And it's really about identifying those and looking at why we can't move forward or why we keep repeating the same pattern. And once you identify, our role in it, right? Or the belief that is shaping that. It's like, oh, ah, freedom, hallelujah. And then you get to move forward and create and manifest, you know, whether it's get more money, have more abundance, lose the weight, meet your soulmate, all these beautiful things that clients have Have seen. I'm also training now to be a certified health coach. So I bring that in because of my own health journey and kind of what I went through. And it's uh, beautiful to share the principles from the book uh, with clients. But I also have an author coaching practice because I'm an author. I have six books out in the world. I help authors as an author mentor write books, whether they want to self publish or traditional publish. And then the business mentorship helps them grow that from a promotional standpoint. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it's really beautiful. Thank you. It's beautiful to like bring it all together. Right. I started by writing the books. I wrote the book, Find Your Happy. um, And it was such a a beautiful process because I wrote first for me. And I think that's something for a lot of people. We think when I first left advertising, I didn't say I'm going to be a writer and I have it all figured out. I don't think we all ever have it figured out. Right. (laughs) I, I say we learn the way on the way. right. And uh, one step at a time, I just followed my joy. One step at a time. Where's the joy? Where is it seeking? I'm going to be a joy seeker. That's the name of one of my books too. You keep following and honoring. And I knew that I loved to travel. I knew that I loved to write. I went back to when I was a child. What do you love to do? I used to be uh, writing in my books and sit in the grass. The kids made fun of me because they'd be playing and they're like, look at her. And It didn't matter because I was in my joy. And so tap into that. And then the more you do that, the more I realize I'm doing this because it's fun. It feels expansive. It feels beautiful. And then that is an energy that expands out. And now it's my career. So I really don't feel like at work a day in my life.
0: <laughs> I say that all the time. Like it Isn't amazing? Doesn't, I call it my soul work because yes. this, I mean, yes, it doesn't feel like work and it's just, uh, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it is that energy then that you put out into the world, it just becomes a glow. I'll have people stop me in parking lots and be like, gosh, your smile is just radiating because I'm just walking through a parking lot smiling. That's because I'm like, I don't know, I'm
1: happy. Yes. You know, and I think that's what's really special too, because I do feel that there's a lot of pain and sadness and sorrow right now on the planet. Right. And it's so beautiful to connect. And and we know because we've tapped into this, but I do know with a lot of the people I work with, it feels hard to get to that happy and, and people are drawn to it. But at the same time, it feels almost like there's a resistance because there's been times where I've, I've, I don't want to say I've lost friends, but I have, or people come in and then they, and I guess where I'm getting at with this is it's, it's about allowing everyone to be where they are and recognizing we have to be where we are in our journey. And sometimes it's really, this is coming through right now to share because I've seen it in my own practice and with friends, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And yeah, we're talking about happy and inner peace and joy. And we make it sound really easy, but we have also been on the side where we know that it's not easy. And I think that's the point that needs to be talked about more because where we are is always where we're supposed to be. And I find when I resist those moments, For example, I'll just share for several, several months early in 2020, 22, I was like bedridden and I was having chronic pain and I went to the emergency room. I woke up with the whole left side of my body numb and I went to the emergency room and they said, we think you're having a stroke. And they kept me overnight and they ran all these tests and they said, you're not having a stroke. You just have migraines, complex migraines. And they let me go. I was like, wow, migraines really, they they mess you up. Okay. And I went on with my life. Several months later, the chronic pain came back and I did something very different. I realized I need to stop resisting this and thinking that my life is not supposed to look this way because it's just making it worse. Instead, I'm going to dive into it. And I would cry and feel the pain and say, okay, well, I guess today is a day that I have to be bedridden. And in doing that, I was able to be guided to functional medicine, doctors, right diagnosis right blood work. I felt like I was able to call in guidance and my prayers were getting answered. And I was officially diagnosed with what's called fibromyalgia, which is a chronic muscle condition uh, that really, it's like a muscle pain that because it's like a muscle deficiency, but a lot of times. They don't know what causes it. But bottom line is it they say it will last forever. And once you have it, you don't know when a flare ups going to come up. You're always living with some type of pain. I went back to my rheumatologist appointment after four months from the diagnosis and she said, wow, you are a case study. Uh, blowing my mind when people get diagnosed. I mean, this is like a forever thing, but you're sitting here and you're saying you've changed your life. You do yoga every morning, you're managing the pain. And it's been over six months since I've had a fiber flare is what they call it. And so it really does come back to taking control of our life. And Elizabeth Gilbert said it best, like um, the quote is something along and when you get sick of your own stuff, or she says shit, I don't know if, you know, uh, that's when, that's when things change, right? It's like, we have to really get to a point where the things that are happening in our life are almost always because of our mindset or our patterns, or we're allowing it. We have the choice to say enough, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job we hate. And the point of enough is different for everyone, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, and you don't know, my I, my audience knows my journey because I've been talking about it for a year and a half, this crazy. So I'm covered in this horrible, horrible rash. Oh, my God, it's terrible. For, and it's psoriasis from mycotoxin poisoning from mold exposure. Um, so we moved into this house and it was not disclosed. Uh, they lied on the disclosure report was there ever any toxic mold? And here we came to find out the house had actually been condemned for toxic mold wow. and they rehabbed it and then didn't tell us. And so when we moved in, I was the canary in the coal mine. Mm. <laughs> My body went, ah, no, <laughs> there's something in here. That's not good. And it went crazy. So yeah, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying about. And I I'm on, I'm where you were, where I, I'm on this journey of, allowing it to be and being all right this is where i'm supposed to be right now there are lessons to be learned in this there's so i'm just i'm starting to just allow it and not be sad about it Yeah. So I love that message. Thank you
1: for sharing. I think, yeah, thank you for sharing that too. And I think what's really beautiful about this too is opening up and sharing when we're ready. Sometimes we go through things and it feels very isolating. It felt very isolating for me for very long. And, you know, we have our family members, but I, I find it doesn't always have to look like on a podcast or a platform, but What I have found in my journey and I talk about in return to you, there's a whole chapter about our relationships and how important they are for our mental, physical and spiritual well-being and our emotional health, too. And opening communication and just saying, like, here's what I'm going through and not trying to change people like, oh, it'll be okay, you'll get better. But just like being there for people and experiencing another person. And that's really what I think we're wanting right now, this connection in the world. So even through our health journeys, we don't have to go through it alone or our troubled times. And it's sometimes, I know when I was depressed, uh, it was really hard to reach out. So sometimes it takes looking at the people in your life and recognizing the signs when they, you know, that something's not right. And maybe you reach out and just say, Hey, I'm here for you. If you need anything or, you know, check in, Right. check in on those who check in you. That's what they say.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm glad you brought in the you know, the pandemic part of it because it is such an important, there was just such isolation that happened. And I just think some people are still stuck in that muck of, I don't know, feeling isolated or just the world just feels a little different. And um, so yes. Yeah. Check in on folks.
1: Yeah. There was an article recently, it was about loneliness culture and that's really happening now because even people you know with what we've experienced it was really a collective trauma you know and everyone experienced it in a different way but we all came together to experience it and the out and onset of that is a lot of feeling isolated still even though we're back out in the world and feeling lonely so how can we combat that well we start to know ourselves and that's what i believe truly and that's why i wrote the book return to you because the more you know yourself the more you realize you are safe the more you start to realize wow joy and happiness can exist within me not outside i don't need my Partner to fill me up, or an d- official diagnosis to cure me. I can be where I am, and that's where you talk about the joy in the moment. And we can be happy even in the darkness. We can be the light. So it's yes. moment by moment, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yay. Amen. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, in your uh, uh, the eleven spiritual lessons, do you guide people through? Give prompts? Do you mm-hmm. do you give yeah. ideas for? Here's how
1: you can do it. Is it almost like a, a guide? Absolutely. So this book is one of my favorites that I've written because the way I organized it. Well, first I start with the quote by Stephen Richards, which is our level of love or our level of fear determines our reality. And I think that really sets the tone for the whole book and the whole state of, if you look out in the world, most of us are really comfortable in our fear. We make choices from our fear. And especially I wrote this during 2020, when the whole world was in fear and I was craving inner peace. And so how do you find peace when fear is all that anybody, it's the love language for most people, because guess what? If we're in fear, it's like the ego. I will be prepared for whatever happens and then I feel in control and I won't be blindsided, but truth, it's all an illusion. Fear is just manipulating us. And so really it's about love. What we want is to tap into that love. So the process of this book takes you through step by step how to really return to the love that is in you, the love that you can expand into others. And I I have what is called life truths in this book. So you can actually open the book. To like, so here's the book, right? And you can open it to any page in the way I organize it. So this one is life truth. When we commit to feeling better, the universe supports us in our actions. And that's right. With our health diagnosis, we said, okay, enough is enough. I want to be well. I'm no longer going to stay stuck in my suffering. And then the universe kind of conspires, right? So you can flip through the book in that. But I also have quizzes on how to trust your intuition and grow your connection to your, your intuitive self and then there's at the end of every single chapter is a step-by-step process to put it into play with the journal question.
0: Oh, i love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. I've, yeah. I've been writing my book for nine years oh, <laughs> it's been a book in the making. <laughs> yes. I love that. All oh. divine timing. Oh my God. That's what I say. All right. It's coming. It's coming. Like I feel it coming, but I, I love that idea because I know in my, in my book, I, I tell a trauma story, a lesson I learn, and then three prompts for people, because I think there's just something about, you know, that guidance and offering the prompts. So I love it that you're, you're offering, offering journal prompts for folks.
1: Yeah. I, I know journaling really helped me when I, whenever I'm going through any tough time, I start, it's the questions we ask that matter. And I, asking the right questions are are key, you know, such as when I was depressed and first left advertising, it's, well, what does bring you joy? when do you feel happy? Instead of focusing so much on what's not working and why do I feel so sad? It's like reframing the question can open up a whole new world. And so I I journal. It's part of my daily practice as well. <laughs> yes. I love
0: it. I, I do as well.
1: Yeah. In fact, in the back of the book, I actually have a resource section where I list out all the journal questions from the book. And I'd love for your listeners, I'll just read one of the journal questions right here. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's do that. So in the back, there's resources. And, so, you know, as we're talking um, about the, it, it splits it up into lessons, we talked about, you know, we're always in a lesson and looking at the lesson you're in. So one of the questions you can ask is what is the lesson I'm currently in? Or what am I learning right now? That's always one to tap into. And we've heard that before. But what we can also ask after you ask that is, what have I learned through the contrast? And so, for example, Mm -hmm. I was having a lot of anxiety and I was feeling a lot of fear at the beginning of 2020, mainly because my ego was like, who do you think you are to like travel the world and talk about joy when the world's falling apart? It was crazy, right? It was all head stuff. And I was like, no, this is my mission. And funny enough, 2020 happened and the whole world shut down, right? And I literally was on a speaking tour to, 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 it was a book tour and all the contracts fell through because we all know what happened in 2020 travel stopped. The whole world was like, stay home. So my career was completely on pause put in My ego was like, see, I told you so. And it loud. And I said, wait, this is the contrast. If I'm having anxiety and panic attacks and I'm feeling like my career is over, it's definitely not over, right? But the mind does that. What is the opposite? And I said, wow, the opposite is peace. I don't feel peace right now. And so that's where we go. And that's where the book was born from because it's like I'm in the contrast So what I'm feeling if it feels dark, heavy, if you're depressed, what is the opposite? And that's what you're in the lesson for and you're working towards. Wow, Shannon, you're teaching me so many lessons. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go back and re-listen to this when we're
0: done recording today because I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. It's such yeah. a beautiful
1: process. Yeah. I've and asked about the contrast yeah.
0: part of it before.
1: Yeah. That's one of my favorites. I say, you know, contrast brings more clarity because truly, whatever we're going through, it's like, wow, oh, what is it that we're really trying to? It's like a gardener and excavating. Like, what's underneath this, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh,
0: that's powerful stuff. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's fun to share. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So is there anything we we just kind of went on our own beautiful little journey here? Is there anything that you wanted to touch upon that we haven't had an opportunity to
1: talk about yet? Um, You know, I'd like to actually close out with, I have meditations and prayers and mantras in the book, and I would love to do a, I have a prayer or a meditation to release judgment that I'd love to just read for people yes, if, that, if that works. So all you have to do, if you're feeling judgment towards self or others, or if you're feeling shame or like you're not where you should be, and this is on page 200 in the book, um, but it's, it's just to release judgment. You just say, I see my judgment. I recognize this is an imbalance of my true self and I realign with love. And I see that all is the same. And you say, I stand firm in my truth. Love is real. And it's kind of like a mantra that helps you step back to, because when we fall into judgment, that's a form of fear. And, and this is a nice way to help us return to us. So yeah, that's, I'd say close out with a little nice thing there. And, um, you can find me on my website, play with the world. The book returned to you is available everywhere. Books are sold. And my social media, Shannon Kaiser writes W R I T E S for my author pages.
0: No, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I just I have to add my little P.S. because I just feel inspired to do so. So, um, I've talked before. I did something called a harmonic egg session here mm-hmm. in in our area, and uh, when I had gone into it, I could just received this crazy powerful message. Uh, well, lots of crazy powerful like downloads and messages, and went to other galaxies. It was crazy, but it was so awesome. But um the most powerful message of all was was very similar to what you just said about love and it was just about the the power of love and how it's all about love like mm-hmm. and so thank you for again just reiterating that and sharing that because uh it's it's truth
1: yeah, thank you so much. And and that's what's been really beautiful about writing this book. It's return to you and return to me is really about returning to the love we are. And that's truth. It's the truth. Yes, it's truth. I mean, I there's no that. other way to say it. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Well, it's been so beautiful to be here with you. So I appreciate our our talk today. Thank you. Oh my
0: gosh. Absolutely. I thank you. I just adore you. I, I love your energy. I love your message. So thank you for being here and, and joining me. Thank you. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. Remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the Academy terrywellbrock.com for the courses but if you go to my website terrywellbrock.com you can sign up for my monthly hope for healing newsletter which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows Um, and just a great space for uh, thanks for again being here and being a part of this healing space i very much appreciate you all right bye-bye